Today on Gamerhead Radio, Gamerhead does what Nintendo don't. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Viking Jesus Mike Nemitz. You may remember me from such movies as Ben Hur. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> anyway, uh, a quick note um, before anything else. Um, so, in the studio, um, we, we recorded the podcast immediately after recording vocals for the next song that I'm putting out. Um, so if you hear strange, um, crazy... What the hell are you guys mumbling about over there? Nothing. <laughs> You're just pointing out that we have yet another animal in the studio. <laughs> well, you know. Um, so if you hear crazed, uh, maniacal laughter that's not quite clear but sounds kind of off in the distance, uh, that's because Miss Jenny Richter is sitting over there by goat. Um, and she, she says she's going to be quiet, but I know her. She probably won't. They all say that. <laughs> and then the mission's ruined. And of course, over there, sitting by the actual sunlighted window, because we're recording in the middle of the day instead of at night, um, is none other than the angry barnyard animal goat. That would be me. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Would you say you are, of course, goat? No. <laughs> no. No, no. Okay. No. As, long as, as long as you're sure. And over there, distracted by his phone... It's the Technotronic Horn himself, Mr. Charlie Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. Uh, just my phone. It's pictures of cats. Oh, well, I mean, okay. I you mean, understand. Not only that, but the only ugly picture of his one cat <laughs> that's the most photogenic cat ever. <laughs> yeah. It's the, it's, it's the equivalent, ladies and gentlemen, of that those... those People that all the pictures they ever show up in, they're great, and then they get drunk one time, and suddenly like they're throwing up, and like their shirt is half like over their head and stuff like that. It's, that's that equivalent. Yeah, I got a little bit better. This is the equivalent of somebody getting a picture of Grumpy Cat, like he looks happy. Yes, it's the exact opposite of that. <laughs> that's a perfect analogy, actually. <laughs> um. So, busy week in games actually coming ahead of us. Uh, three, kind of four major releases. Um, so, uh, Final Fantasy X-10-2 HD Remaster comes out. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes comes out. Yeah. Infamous Second Son comes out. First big PS4 exclusive because no one counts Killzone or Knack. Um, and uh, also, oddly enough, uh, Yaiba Ninja Gaiden Z comes out. Which I'm still not sure what it's about, but apparently it's a Ninja Gaiden game with weird names in the title. What, what platform is that on? Uh, 360 and PS3. Okay. It, it, I think it's basically Ninja Gaiden, but with zombies. So, okay. there's that. Um, Everybody's got to do the zombie thing at, one, at least once, apparently. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it makes sense. Ninjas versus zombies, whatever, yeah. <laughs> um, Sounds like oh, you're not going to be out of your house for this week. I'm never out of my house. Come on. Let's be real here. Um, also, Game Developers Conference starts this week. Um, the Game Developers Conference, not terribly exciting to gamers and stuff like that. It's basically one giant job fair for indie developers and stuff like that. But, hey, it's a thing. And occasionally big announcements are made about it at 
made about it, made at it, not about it. Um, <laughs> Thank you for showing up. We are announcing that you showed up. <laughs> oh, so so uh, yeah, game developers conference. Anyway. Go, what did you play this week? That's a great question. Uh, <laughs> ended the house-sitting stunt with some Rezo gun. Yeah. Yelled at it a lot. <laughs> yeah, Dan was telling me that you were... Uh, you were uh, Having issues and yelling yeah. and saying, I, yeah, I, I swear that there's some neighbors out there that really think I have humans somewhere because I kept yelling, fucking humans, get in the damn ship. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's that. And then I... Started Eat Lead, which is an older title, like way back in the day. The Matt Hazard game? Yeah. That yeah. One? And it was recommended to me. They're like, yeah, check this out. You know, you're into the Deadpool comedy and stuff like that. So I'm like, whatever. It's an older game. And it's not as broken as I expected it to be for being as old as it is. <laughs> but it, it it's playable. It's actually kind of fun. I was like, eh, kind of sad I missed it, but I'm happy that I didn't now. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I played that one a little bit when it, um, when it came out. Um, I found it to be... Uh, I don't know how far you got in it. I, I think I got maybe about a third of the way through. I found it to be very difficult, and it just it. Uh, I, I liked the humor, but it was it, it was it was not worth the difficulty level, at least for me. Yeah, it's picking up in difficulty. Yeah, I'm at, I'm at a well, point that's now. Okay. That's how the second half of Deadpool was. So, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, I think it's just a third person thing because it, I mean, it, it, but there's a curve. I've noticed like that. I'm like, oh, I did this, and the next level, I'm like, whoa, hold on here. This people. is not a curve. This is a hockey. Yeah, stick. I'm like, <laughs> good lord, I'm in the next stratosphere. All right. Yeah. But and then what else? It's about all I played this week. Oh, I started lead. huh? Rezo gun and eat lead. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, I started Spectrobes on DS. Yeah, which is which, weird and that I like it. Which we each picked up at the same time, literally like you know five minutes apart for like yeah. what two bucks at work or something it was, like it that. It was a five dollar Best Buy. Something well, like the that. YouTube video looked pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> both, of us, both of us were just standing at Best Buy and we're just like, he's like, "What's this?" I'm like, "I don't know." It was really popular when I worked at Toys R Us so many years ago. And he looks up a YouTube video and he's like, "Yeah, I'm sold." I'm like, "I guess I am too." And then I played it and didn't enjoy it, and he's apparently enjoying it more than I did. What kind of a game is it? It's a weird Japanese like our. PGE Pokemon-y thingy. But it's made by, like, Disney. It's... Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's... Like, take Final Fantasy ideas and Pokemon ideas and smash them together in the Japanese feel. And it's just like, okay. It's, like, so weird. I think I'm, like, I'm sucked in with the, whoa, whoa, what the hell? Where are we going with this? Like, what? what's next kind of mantra. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Is that everything? Yeah. Yeah. Charlie? Um, well, I, I, had, I had a pretty light week myself. Um, getting through um, Chapter 2 of Season 2 of Walking Dead was my one mentionable accomplishment. How'd that go? Um, it, I completely agree with what you said last week. Um, it wasn't like anything really particularly uh, major happened in this chapter, but it definitely it's, it's feels like... click, 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 click yes. part at the roller coaster. Yes, oh, yeah. I completely agree with that. Um, uh, at, at some point, you know, with things like this, um, I'm just going to throw this out there. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be interested to know... With with games like this, um, if listeners would be interested in having like um, like uh, like spoiler sections, like like spoilery discussions about current games, like at the um, where we know, just talk about like what's going on. Yeah, openly talk about like it that. so that people who, but we kind of either make it like its own its own little like separate episode or put mm-hmm. it at, at the very end, like yeah. af- after after the outro. Well, so we, we, people we, who we, aren't we, interested, we, we, we can just you know they can not listen. Well, we did that once with Bioshock, remember? Because the ending just fucked us over. So we no, were just yeah. like, let's talk about this. So yeah, I'm definitely right, open right, to doing right. that again. Okay. Yeah, just I'd be interested to know um, what people think about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, we could totally yeah totally do like. Like a talk telltale section at the end, something like that. Oh, whatever yeah. with the episodics and stuff. Um, 
Let's see. So aside from that, still working on uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. It's it's gonna it's one of it's it's. Is it still making you its bitch? Well, I've only broken three controllers so far. So. Oh well. <laughs> You're under par. I think yeah. I think the average person is up to eight by now. Uh, fortunately, I got through that uh, that level that Goat mentioned without uh, that uh, bug happening to me. So three three unscathed. Yes. <laughs> um, it's 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 getting to the point where we've Michelle and I have come to terms with the fact that we can get through maybe three or four levels in a in a sitting just because at that point we're about ready to kill each other, and you know, we don't want that to happen. So I don't blame yeah, you. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's. It's a satisfying difficulty, though. It's 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 to the point where it's not impossible. Like it's not like um, it's just well designed. It, I mean, brutally designed. Well, brutally like, designed, yes. but well designed. Yes, yes, yes. So does this fall under like the the Mario Party banner? No, I refuse to play Mario Party. Okay, <laughs> but I'm saying like that fun for all. But you'll kill someone at the same time. It kind of, sort of. Yeah, I, I think the I think the game's just designed to be like challenging and really like. Well, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 from from. I mean, if it's anything like the original Donkey Kong Country Returns, I mean, it's tough, but nothing's unfair. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The well, there are a couple things, a couple little uh, designy things that um that that I've yelled at, which I won't get into details. But see, the thing, the difference with Mario Party is that Mario Party makes you hate to the other people in the room. Mm-hmm. With Donkey Kong, you just hate the game. <laughs> so it's oh, not so quite the same. And, and oh, okay. people around you are just collateral damage. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So that, it's... Because, see, Michelle and I can at least bond over hitting the game together. Oh. You know? So there's that. Oh, so it's that whole, like, uh, fuck that guy. And she's all like, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of uh, camaraderie. <laughs> no, no, no. That guy's a monkey. Don't fuck the monkey. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, working on that. Uh, it's going to be, like, it's going to be a while. But uh, we'll get through it. Um, I started uh, South Park Stick of Truth. Finally came. Well, <laughs> actually came on Monday. I just didn't get around to actually being able oh, okay. to put it in the system until um, until yesterday. Oh, okay, it's on Saturday. So but, was it worth the wait? Um, I'm yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, I, I agree with the majority of what I've read about it. It is, it does very, it, it does stick very close to typical RPG design elements like they didn't really go outside the box too much like all the outside of the box stuff is just the south park nature of i was gonna things. say i really don't think they need to go outside the box no yeah um but so, so far i'm enjoying it um i i have maybe maybe three or four hours in it or something like that but mm-hmm. um but yeah no it's uh, worth the purchase cool so far i can already say that cool um i popped in something else what was it oh i have one gripe um so you know, when I got my Xbox One, mm-hmm. I played Rise at the time when I first got it. Right. And then I lent it to VJ for a while. And then um, just a, a couple nights ago, um, you know, Michelle likes to, I mentioned this before, Michelle, when she, when, you know, sometimes she likes to fall asleep. She always likes to have noise in the background. And so right. sometimes she likes to go to sleep while watching me play games or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's her noise. But she, but anything that's like super. Marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> but anything that's like super loud and shooty, like, you know, like Call of Duty or whatever, not really conducive to the sleeping. <laughs> right. You know, it's, so uh, I was trying to just go through like all my like in progress games, trying to find something that wasn't like super loud and like obnoxious. And, and Rise, put it and, rise. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's you know, it's a little, it's, it's a little more muted than you know, like sword, you yeah, know, swords don't make as much noise as guns. Right. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I put it in, and it made me install the game all over again. Oh. And I don't understand why. I um, think there was some massive update or something like that. 
But would an update, I mean, like, it got to the point where I didn't even play it that night because, like, it, it got, because, you know, like, with the Xbox One, the, the PS4 does the same thing. It installs and it lets you know when it's installed enough so that you can boot the game up, right. but then it keeps on installing the rest of the data. Right. It was taking so freaking long, I didn't even get to play the game. I, I ended up moving, Shell had fallen asleep by the time it was even, like, a third of the way done, so I just ended up moving on to Walking Dead, as a matter of fact. Um, and that's I just, a great thing to wake up Well, she was up already to. asleep, too, at that point, so yeah. Yeah, at that point, you know, it's, uh, you know... <laughs> Um, I, what, I'm lost. So I got this cutesy game to put her to sleep. As soon as she's out, it's like parents' time, and she will not wake up to screaming zombies and crazy you going, oh, my God, oh, God, action, action, action. She won't wake up to that, huh? Once she's out, she's out? Well, I, um, I, 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 I'm in the habit of when I play games to turn on the subtitles so I can turn the volume down. Oh, okay. And so, you know, that, that's a game where, you know, it's, it's, yeah. not, it's not like when you're playing like a first-person shooter, like mm. I need the surround sound, for yeah. example, to hear when people are coming from behind me. Yeah. Walking Dead doesn't have that. So no. I can turn it down and not get the full, you know, get the full audio effect. Mm. And it's a little bit better, too, because, you know, it doesn't startle me quite as much. But, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I'm a little miffed. About that whole thing, I don't know if, uh, like you said, maybe if an update would make me reinstall over again, or if if I don't, if the Xbox One, if it doesn't, if you don't play a game in a certain amount of time, will it just delete? It the sounds data like something it would do, but yeah, because it's not like I needed the room by any means, right? Um, and it didn't delete my save file or anything, just the game data, right? So it's it's just weird and annoying, but you know whatever. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that was my week. Cool. I uh, I finished Zelda Wind Waker HD. Um, loved the ending of the game as much as I did the first time I played it eleven years ago. And I it it the, so nothing it, different. No no crazy like zombie that came out of the woodwork or anything fun. And nothing drastically. Different. <laughs> well, see the the big thing that I'm really glad they fixed. Um, has have you guys played Wind Waker at all? I played it yep. back in the day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So you remember the Triforce quest towards the end where you have to get all the pieces of the Triforce of Courage? Yes. Mm-hmm. So the annoying part about that was that you had to search for these charts. And then you would use those charts, and you would get those translated, and you would have to pay to get each individual one translated, and then you would use that chart in order to find the piece. So it took forever to get all eight pieces. You were basically finding 16 things because you had to find a chart and then the piece. They simplified that dramatically here so that um, the, there are only three charts now instead of eight, and you could, you could just like pick them up like on the way, and then the rest of the pieces are just like out there. like You can just find them. Instead of having to get the chart and stuff like that, which is great because you know I got to the, you know you had to you get to you had to get the charts translated by Tingle and he charged like four hundred rupees per thing and it's just oh, like, yeah. oh my wallet only holds a thousand so this sucks. <laughs> I can get two and a half translated and then I can go cut grass until I have another thousand rupees. <laughs> So that for those the, who haven't played the joke, he's not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I finished Wind Waker HD, great game. Um, you think I you'd s- have an app for that though. Like in this day and age, Link's just like, all right, I just bust out my oh. chart app. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I imagine the the uh, 4G signal in the Great Sea is horrible. Yeah, you know how far away the towers would have to be. <laughs> well, it's probably in the Sprint network too. So I mean, he's screwed. <laughs> I, I, I like that joke. <laughs> it's brilliant. He could be standing on the tower and be like, oh, no service. <laughs> um, I started uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4 on the 3DS, which I bought like a year ago when they had the deal with Fire Emblem where you get 30 bucks free on the eShop. Um, I can't play it. <laughs> what is that? Because of the name? I was going to say, your what hurts? <laughs> 
So, uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4, I went in expecting, like, a very Japanese game, because it's from Atlas, and it's got a name that's still in Japanese. Like, they didn't bother translating it or anything. But whatever, I'm okay with that. Um, so, it's a turn-based RPG. Uh, it plays kind of like uh, Earthbound and Dragon Quests, where you're, like, it's, quote-unquote, first-person turn-based RPG, so you see, like, enemies in front of you. That's just weird. And, and <laughs> well, you just see, like, the enemies on the top screen, and then your party is on the bottom screen, but they're just, like... There. You know, <laughs> yeah, they're just there. They're not, like, you know, in the environment or anything yeah. like that. It's not like Final Fantasy, no. where everything is represented yeah. on, like, a board or something. Yeah. Um, so the, the... I mean, it's... So the turn-based RPG is great, and it kind of works like Pokemon, where you have to um, convince these demons to fight with you. You don't capture them. You convince them... <laughs> Are you okay with their code? You, of all people, are probably the worst person to play this game based on that. So, uh, you guys, uh, you guys free Tuesday? It's cool if you're not. It's cool if you're not. But, I mean, Tuesday, I could really help a battle over I'm gonna, I'm here. I'm going to fight the boss in this dungeon yeah. on Tuesday. And, I mean, you, 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 I mean, it's okay if you're busy, but, God, that is me. Um... So, you get these demons to fight for you and stuff like that, and that makes up your party. The story is really flat. Like, there's, like, I love the setting. Like, you're in a samurai setting, and then suddenly you've got this, like, wrist gauntlet that's got a touch screen on it, and you download apps, and it's got an AI and everything. Which is like, okay, I'm down for this, and, and stuff like that. And the, your main bad guy is Sorry. actually... So you have a Pip-Boy? Yes. Okay, just checking. <laughs> um... Except this one um, has an AI in it that sounds vaguely like lightning, which I enjoyed, but anyway. Um... <laughs> I think we might get to the point where, like, wow. does everything just sound like lightning at this point? Kind of like no, everything. Like, like all... yeah, Is it the same look... voice actress? I don't know. I didn't look it up. Okay. I'll, make you, I'll make you look it up when, we're, when we get a break. You it's... can't tell me what to do. It's get, it's get, Mike, okay. it's getting bad. It's getting bad. Like what, I'm waiting for you to be like, well, there's a guy that came into work today, sounded just like lightning. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the, so I I love the setting, you know, the samurai and futuristic, and the the main antagonist is the black samurai, which is a woman in like robotic black samurai armor. And so I'm just like, okay, this is out there, it's unique. I, I'm down for this. But the story is just like your village is burning down. You have to fight demons. That's it. It's just like you could have gone everywhere with this, <laughs> and you went nowhere. And this is like. <laughs> Yeah, all that interesting stuff we're throwing at you? Nope. It's not interesting anymore. You can go anywhere in the world. I'll be in the kitchen. <laughs> but, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give it that the combat is great. You know, the, the demon, like, you know, raising them up and stuff like that is really cool. But, I mean, I play RPGs for the story. And the fact that the story is not grabbing me whatsoever, I can't do it. I, 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 I can't it, do it. I understand it. that completely. It really, you know that. Yeah, it really sounds like they took, like... Grand Theft Auto Five, and shoved it into a 3DS. Like just pounded it there, in there. There is a ton of like, content. Yeah, like oh, it'll fit on a cartridge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that'll work. It's 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 leaking out a little bit, but they'll get they'll get the idea. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I had to pass on that, and then I, I started on um, Professor Layton and the Azran Legacy instead because I figured I'm looking for a good story. Professor Layton is like all story, so. You know, it's I'm I'm really enjoying it so far. I I finished only the first chapter so far because I only started it yesterday, but um, it's really good so far. Well, it's, then, suppo it's supposed to be the last latent game, which kind of makes me sad. But, but what about the Phoenix Wright one? Well, that doesn't count. That's not part of the canon. 
That's okay. just that's just, that's all fan service. It's just oh. like, hey, these two characters are vaguely similar. Let's throw them in a game. So he was bored like on a Thursday and was just like, Phoenix Wright's like, hey, you want to do a game? He's like, yeah, I got this weekend Pretty off. Much. Pretty much. And I'll get back to the Azeron like, one day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually. That's that's pretty much how it went. So yeah, that's, that's what I did. But anyway, you know what we did this week in games. Let's uh, see what the industry did this week in games. Alright, so coming in number five, thank you, Goat, for holding up a hand with five fingers up on it so I would know where we're at. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. And I was making sure I knew what five looked like. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, a story that Goat actually brought to my attention, although, you know, I I obviously read about it after he brought it to my attention. Um, So, uh, PopCap... The company most well known for such games as Plants vs. Zombies and Peggle, and they did Zuma, right? Yes. Okay. Making sure they didn't do one of the other games that are very incredibly similar to Zuma. Oh. Um, for some reason, I thought you said Zumba, and I was like, that's a weird twist. Plants and <laughs> Zombies, crazy unicorny Tetris guy, and then let's do a Zumba. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> crazy unicorny Tetris guy. Charlie's not in a Peggle, in a pop cap game. Well, they got that guy with the I'm thing. I'm how many games these people have made. I, th- I think they're responsible for Diner Dash as well, and all the Diner Dashes. I wouldn't oh, doubt yeah. it. Yeah. That seems to be their area. Uh, so PopCap had some layoffs this past week. Uh, we don't. EA is EA owns PopCap. For those of you who don't remember, um, EA won't confirm the amount of people that were laid off at PopCap, but they said it's. They said things like you know it's very tragic that it has to come to this and etc. And you know we wish them the best, but it was necessary for the good of the company and stuff. Like, you know all that PR stuff. But and 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 when Goat brought this to my attention the other day, he's he's like, well, this this seems like a lot of people by the wording i'm like well they're not saying who it is and keep in mind i mean PopCap's a small team i mean how many people do you need to make a plants vs zombies game i mean charlie could probably make a plants vs zombies game and he'd probably put the mowers back in <laughs> we don't bring that up here okay. <laughs> um so they could lay off like you know six people and suddenly 20 percent of their staff is gone you know i, I don't think it's necessarily that small but yeah. it, it's not PopCap can't be a very large team no well i i was PopCap themselves responsible for um, Garden Warfare? I'm almost certain that they had DICE help them with that. Okay. But, you know, we, we it seems like when we hear about stuff like this, it's after... It, it seems to be a pattern with a studio that typically does smaller things like, right. like Plants vs. Zombies and Diner Dash yeah. and that kind of thing. And then they do something that's way outside the scope of what they normally do, like Garden Warfare. And then once the project is done... They lay people off, reduce back down to their normal size. Right, and, and that was another thing that I mentioned to Goat, you know, a couple days ago. We're just like, well, they just released Garden Warfare. This is like the norm now. Games yeah. out, contracts over. So, thanks for your work, but you know, yeah, I've actually coined a, t- a term for that. It's end game layoff. Yeah, it's games very, end. That's very appropriate. <laughs> I mean, because because a lot of what happens is that people are only on, you know, they're on contract. Or like yeah. once the game's out, it's like, sorry, gotta find a new job. You know, yeah. there, there's some people that's like, you know, you're very valuable to the team. We're keeping you. You know, stuff like that. But I mean, uh, largely that's how it that's how it works. And I wonder if th- this cycle has anything, especially because PopCap's owned by EA and EA is EA. Um, I wonder if it has anything to do with if. Garden Warfare perhaps isn't doing as well as they thought it would, so they're trying to recoup its losses by not having to pay as many salaries. 
that is that the so case? Cool. I haven't seen sales numbers on it at all. I I haven't seen sales numbers on it at all either, but just uh, like you know this is obviously a microscopic sample but i know we've sold a single copy of the game at my best buy and that was to an employee hmm. i mean when you think about it the game has had if it's had marketing at all i haven't seen it yeah i've seen i've seen like um like pre-roll commercials on like uh, like yeah like youtube videos and stuff like that yeah but i haven't seen anything on like tv no, no nothing in like major mass media right and this, so, yeah, this, this seems point. like the kind of game you would want to market towards like the casual crowd and yeah. stuff like that so hmm. that's a good point i don't know well our our, uh, our best to anyone affected at PopCap because um they make games that make us smile they do except for plants vs. zombies too i mean I, charlie's charlie's not gonna huh? <laughs> Can I switch seats with you? <laughs> For those that can't hear you, Jenny is um, gushing over the smiley sunflower in Plants vs. Zombies. Which doesn't surprise me in the least bit. Nope. Anyway, coming into number four, have you guys ever figured out what gamer score is for? Yes. Bragging rights. Thank you. Uh, Jenny says your mother. Apparently, gamer score is for nice. your mother. <laughs> I was going to say it's for making your e penis larger, but you know. The, the, yeah, the, I was going to say. Yeah, Jenny pretty much covered that. Digital penis. For justifying uh, your singledom. That's a good one. No. That's... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That doesn't make any sense because you have more gamer score than me. And I'm so single it hurts. <laughs> yeah, that pretty much. Yeah, that. that yeah, that I should have like three million. For single them then. Well, you would if there was Game of Score on Nintendo. Yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my point is the first person to ever break a million gamer score has happened. Legitimately. Yeah. Legitimately. Yeah, yeah legit. Obviously, there's people that are just like, hur, hur, I'm going to hack Xbox. No, what? Fucking whatever. And um, so uh, th this man, Stallion83, is his gamer tag. I don't know his real name because I don't care. Well, that um, fits into the digital penis realm really well. Yeah. <laughs> um,. <laughs> He's, he's, I think for the past, like, seven years, he's been consistently, like, the highest gamer score in the world. And he actually, he's, like, made a career out of this so that people will, like, send him games just, like, add us to your backlog. And he's like, I was gonna buy your fucking game anyway, you know, stuff like that. And then he's got, like, sponsorships and stuff like that, and he streams it and whatever. But anyway, so he got the million gamer score right on the nose where, you know, he just had, like, a million show up, which I did for my hundred thousand. What are the of. odds of that? It's, like, one in a million. Ah, lame jokes. Uh. <laughs> um, Want to know the game that he broke the million gamer score with? Sure. Titanfall. Wow, so him and a million friends. Oh, wait, no, six friends. <laughs> <laughs> broke it together in harmony while they skipped in their Titans. Now I just want a gif of <laughs> Titans skipping along in the you know war-torn <laughs> wasteland of the maps and stuff like that, because that sounds amazing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we are the world. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, what what are what gamer scores are all you guys sitting at? Uh, I'm right. Uh, where were I at? I'm coming up on twenty one. Like probably this week. You're coming up on twenty one thousand. Jenny, you don't have anything. Zero. She's awfully proud of zero. She also doesn't have a penis. I mean. <laughs> so you think? Uh, well then. <laughs> I was going to make a comment similar to that, but I was afraid to. <laughs> Apparently, the subreddit's going to be Jenny's penis on this show. Yes. Ew. 
I'm currently sitting at 65,993. I'm at 104,000 and some change. Um, I'm not sure if I should be proud of that or not, but I am, so there. Anyway, so yeah, million, <laughs> million gamer score, etc. Congrats, Tony, in 83 on uh, securing your virginity that much longer. Uh, <laughs> hey, 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 you're only one-tenth behind him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I need to teach you how, to, how fractions work. Oh, maybe <laughs> yeah, whatever. If I was one tenth behind be him, I'd have nine hundred thousand. Yeah, I'm one tenth of what he is. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Just cut that. <laughs> Bass players don't need math. No, keep th keep that in. <laughs> Please keep. That in. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Coming in at number three, a story that I included only because I want to see Charlie's reaction. All right, hang on. <clears throat> okay. Okay, so we're all familiar with how Microsoft is handling indie developers. The big controversial rule with indie developers is that if you release a game on an Xbox console, it has to appear on an Xbox console the same time as other competing consoles or earlier than other competing consoles. Which you know, whatever. It's and that's my, an indie thing, or is that a is that a cross the board thing? I think that might thing? be. I think that might be an everything thing. But uh, it was specifically brought to light with the whole ID at Xbox um, movement that Microsoft is doing with, to attract indie developers and stuff like that. So um, one of the lead guys at Sony took to Twitter and uh, said, "In the interest of transparency, I want to give to you the list of consoles that games cannot appear on before a PlayStation console." And then uh, the attached picture was just an empty list. Ha ha ha! Oh, Sony, you cheeky bastards! <laughs> so wait, wait, wait! You could actually. Probably, it's when you order a game for PlayStation, mm -hmm. it comes packaged in the list of games that could be on the uh, system, right? Never mind. What? <laughs> Blank packaging. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I am just off today. Can we just... We all have those days. Can we just pick this up and go? <laughs> I will say that I do find this to be weird. So, if I'm understanding this correctly, if I've... If, so, okay, let's say the guys from Resogun, just as an example, mm -hmm. said... Hey, we'd really like to put the game they're on... Owned, they're owned by Sony, so they won't, but go on. For example's sake... <laughs> bad example, I get it, but whatever. <laughs> Let's say that they say that they want to... Or, uh, what's... Oh, it doesn't matter. Um, if they say, hey, we want to bring the game over to, you know, the Xbox One yeah. indie platform... Right. Xbox would say no? Yes. Unless... That's stupid! Unless it had exclusive content. Like, exclusive to Xbox. Yeah, I, I, I um... I can't take Microsoft's side on that one. That makes no sense. I agree. If somebody wants to be on your platform, you just let them be on your platform. I you agree. don't say, okay, unless... I agree. Like, uh, okay, so... I, I got, agree. Yeah, I got, I, I, got, I got nothing there. Well, that's okay. Your, uh, your, your tired laughing reaction was worth it. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Coming in at number two, another story that Goat actually showed me earlier in the week, which is, man, you're just knocking them down this week, aren't you? Apparently I'm doing good on research and horrible on jokes. <laughs> it's okay. I haven't done good on either so far. <laughs> So there's a new Angry Birds coming out called Angry Birds Epic, but it's not a traditional Angry Birds game. It's a turn-based RPG. Yes. So, so it's, uh, oh. it's the complete opposite of a traditional Angry Birds game. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it'll be a turn-based RPG. It's going to have a deep, quote-unquote, deep crafting system. 
what uh, okay <laughs> that was and um they've got it in soft launch mode right now where it's only available on ios in canada and australia and it'll be available for uh, ios and android and windows devices everywhere else later this year are you okay over there goat yeah, side note he can get it yeah She's Why? going to Canada with an iOS. It's not about. It's not about <laughs> it's not the, the same thing. <laughs> if, if somebody really wants to get this, all they need to do is create an i is, is go and create an iTunes account, but just do that and just say I live in Canada. It's not about where you geographically are. It's about where you, the home of your account is. People have done this um, for a while with uh, with Xbox Live, for example. Yeah, is I, that, to, um, I, I have uh, like four different Xbox Live and PlayStation Network accounts in different regions, so I can download exclusive demos and yeah. stuff. You don't have to actually be in Japan. You just say you just create an account and say you live in Japan, and then you get access to the Japan Xbox Live. Really, story. nobody sees th- right through that. I just don't see Mike Nemitz being like. A Japanese name. <laughs> no, he signs up as Michael Nimitz. That was not Japanese. <laughs> sir, sir, we seen right through your ploy. You put Haya at the end of both of your names. Yes, Mike Haya. <laughs> I don't even no, actually. No, no, I was trying to be. I was trying to be the son of James Hetfield. <laughs> I don't think they actually care enough to, oh, okay. to right. filter it out geographically. Yeah. I mean, they they easily could just by your IP address, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> hey, hey, Wong, what? Check out this guy. Do you know any Steves in Tokyo? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Fucking whatever. And coming in at number one, uh, so raise your hand in this room if you own a PlayStation 4. I'm the only person. Okay. <laughs> So, you guys would be screwed if you were in Canada. Again, with Canada, man. You guys would be screwed if you wanted a PS4 and you lived in Canada because the price of the PlayStation 4 in Canada is raising $50. Uh-huh. Now, is this any correlation to the value of the U.S. dollar versus the Canadian yes, dollar? Yes, actually. Okay. Well... Sony says it is. Sony says that the Canadian dollar is weak against the U.S. dollar, and I think 399 Canadian dollars ended up working out to about 359 U.S. dollars. So they're like, yeah, so we're going to raise the price to even it out a bit. Also, all um, all games and accessories for the PlayStation 4 will get a $5 price increase. Now, has it gone down since it launched? Not in Canada. Okay, so so they pretty much just stuck the three ninety nine label on it just to get that like sweet spot of below four hundred dollars, right? To get those initial sales going, and now that that's tapered off, now it's four forty nine. Now they want to make money. I get that. Okay, they actually want to make four hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of a misnomer because they don't make money on the consoles anyways. Yeah, but they want to lose less money. <laughs> Uh, I just think there's an, this is the first time I've ever heard of a price increase on consoles that yeah. I can think of. Well, I mean, the PlayStation 3, they really couldn't go any higher. They just started... Well, no, the PlayStation 3, you had to donate a kidney in order yeah. to afford, so... So, so maybe they're just trying to work back, back up to that in Canada. They're like, you did it once, let's see if they'll do it again. <laughs> I don't know. I think I I I felt bad because I have a couple of, uh, friends and fans in Canada and stuff like that, and I'm just like, "Did you get a PS4 yet?" And they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Okay, good," because now it's more expensive. It was weird. Anyway, just order on Amazon. Mm-hmm. You'd be ordering from Amazon. U.ca, which is probably the same price as the rest of Canada. Oh, not to mention if you actually ordered it from Amazon.com, I think it makes it up in shipping and customs and stuff like that. Oh yeah. 
So you're screwed either way. So you're paying American money. Unless, if you, you, unless you, you know, happen to live near the border and you drive to Michigan, buy a PS3 and then or PS4 and then go back. But then I think that's covered in gas costs. So it, either way, it's just like ca- Canadians are screwed. Nah. Take that, Canada. Sorry to our Canadian listeners. It's just I'm pretty sure we've, we've you wanted the PS4. I hope you got one already. Yeah, seriously. I mean, this has been pretty much the week of price increases. I mean, like it's it's pseudo relevant to this because I buy a lot of my video games off of Amazon, but Amazon Prime went up twenty bucks. This well, they announced it's going to be going up twenty dollars. Doesn't actually take effect until like uh, what April. next year or, something? or April? Like April, maybe I think April. Okay. Um, and I've been a Prime subscriber now for two years, and you know, considering I use my Prime account for all my work shipments too. Yeah. I mean, like I save crap loads of money on shipping. I'm still going to keep it at the ninety nine dollars. Right. They made um, they, they made a good point when they made the official announcement and stuff like that. The price hasn't gone up in nine years since yeah. they introduced it. So I'm just like, okay. And gas has. And and gas has. So. Everything. Well, yeah, gas, yeah, everything has. Yeah. So I, I'm 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 not complaining. I mean, like I'm complaining from the point of like, Meh, it sucks. I'm selfishly complaining, but I mean, like realistically, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. So whatever. I just uh, I just resubscribed to Amazon Prime, so yeah. If anybody me. if anybody is just learning about this or um, had been thinking about canceling, by the way, you can still buy an Amazon Prime gift. For, so if you're if you're a Prime member now and you want to at least keep the seventy nine dollar price for one more year, you can actually buy a gift Amazon Prime subscription and schedule it to be delivered to yourself in the future when your current year expires. So you Subscri- can get that. The subscriptions don't stack at all, I take it? You they have they to do actually... not. You actually oh, okay. can't, can't. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah. So if you're a current Prime subscriber, or at least you wanted to get in now for the $79 price, um, you, you you still have a way to do that. Goat looks confused. weird. Like, I understand what you're saying, but the way, like, just the logic on that. Like, hey, I got my gift from me that saves yeah. me money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by screwing over the company that I'm using. <laughs> well, I mean, not screwing them over. I mean, it's, it's Amazon. It's, 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 yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, you know, obviously you're not like, you know, oh, God, you know, Charlie screws <laughs> over. The company's going under, but it's more of, like, they're raising it to not. Mm, whatever. Whatever. It's just funny how that works. Yeah. Oh, well. It's like those extreme couponers. Same idea. God, God, that... <laughs> Anyway, that's what happened this week in fucking... What is it? Yeah. Games, the videos. Yes, (laughs) the video games. Up next, we've been teasing it for weeks. We are finally going to break down what we think should happen to Nintendo. Okay, so we've been saying for weeks, especially me, the uh, undisputed Nintendo fanboy of the three of us... um, that Nintendo hasn't been doing so hot. Their consoles aren't selling very well. I mean, in a year, they sold the same amount of consoles that Sony sold the PS4s in, what, two months? Not even? Something like that? Whatever. Refer to the numbers we had a few episodes ago. Um, <laughs> three, two, three months? Two, what, December, fucking, January, February. Yeah, three Fucking months. whatever. Um, hey, I can't do fractions. You can't count months. We're even. <laughs> <laughs> played <laughs> so i i wanted to uh, open up a discussion uh between the three of us and uh jenny if she has any insight even even though i think she's just going to be there laughing at us occasionally um am i wrong <laughs> no. okay I, 
I wanted to open up the discussion to what we think uh, would take for Nintendo to be seen as you know uh, legitimate in the video game community again. I mean, they're kind of they're kind of one of the jokes of the industry right now. We're just where you know uh, third party developers don't want to touch them. You know, the Wii U isn't doing very well. Obviously, the the 3DS is doing relatively well. I mean, not compared to their own expectations, but it's still you know doing well. Um, but you know, Nintendo seems to be more of like a like an afterthought for the video game industry. You're just kind of like you know, people just like, oh, they're releasing Watch Dogs for the Wii U. That'll go over well. You know, just stuff like that. Um, I think I think what Nintendo needs to do, and I I've I know I've said this before. I must have. Um, I think Nintendo is held back by the fact that most of their executives are still the crusty old men that have been in the video game industry for the past twenty years. Yeah, yeah, and and I think it's a lot of like older ideals and like that's why you see like you know why Nintendo's been so shy when it comes to internet connectivity and stuff like that. They're just like, we don't want to deal with the internet because we don't know how. We don't know how to turn the computer on. You know, just just simple stuff like that. I just just getting crusty old Japanese guys going, hey, hey, what the hell's this G thing? <laughs> Is it, do, do I put stamps on it? <laughs> it says mail. I don't. <laughs> Anybody? Hey, I'm paying somebody right to help me. Anybody? <laughs> How do I send an email? Do I need envelopes? No, no, what's, no. what's this Spotify? I think I have that. It's what happens to my head in the morning. <laughs> I don't know what Google is, but that sounds like something I need to get checked out. <laughs> for it it's not big is it i'm already on 16 other medications now now imagine all these impersonations <laughs> don't stop him let him keep going this is gold can you imagine all these in japanese Pandora, i dated her in high school <laughs> oh man i feel there should be a baby metal reference there no no <laughs> I think I've That's the reference. I Good job. I think I've broken everyone in the room. Holy shit. Are you guys okay? Holy yeah, I'm shit. fine. It just sounds like you talking about music. Huh? God damn it, Colin. I think Nintendo, one of Nintendo's biggest problems is from a technological nature. Because it's like when you have, you know, like we've talked about a hundred times before, the, you know, the, the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 are both x86 compliant platforms now which is pretty much the same thing as a pc right. nintendo is still off doing their own thing with 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 their you know with their with their processor architecture and just like the way that their console works you know the the amount of energy that a developer has to go through if you know pc gaming it's not that it's not that difficult to because you develop things on pcs <laughs> okay it's not that simple i know but <laughs> it's not that difficult to translate that into xbox one programming it's not the same but you're at least you know close right same thing with going from either of those platforms to the ps4 there's there's a commonality between the platforms you know i i can't you know the the architecture that the wii u is running on is I, I don't remember what it's called right now because it's some obscure thing that like Nintendo came up with. Mm -hmm. It's 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 an ATI based processor, but just like the you know it, it's custom for their console. You know it, it's it's some off thing. Right. And so the amount of effort that developers have to go through to be able to make a game for that platform is this is not even like taking into account the extra thinking and work they have to do to think about the controller. Right. You know it's like just to make the game boot. 
you know, it's like they have to do so much more to get it to work on that platform. And, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's one thing to try and be, you know, it's one thing to try and like you know stay outside of the mold and you know like the, like the Wii was an obvious success because they did something yeah. different, <laughs> but obviously that 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 just that, that hasn't worked a second time right. as far as the Wii U is concerned. No, I just the, your your language thing. It, it, the analogy that comes to my head is like it's easier for like a PC who knows English to learn Spanish to teach. You know, to talk to an Xbox and a PS4, the Wii U is like trying to learn a tr African tribe of four people's <laughs> language. <laughs> um, a, a bit stretched, but yes, okay. <laughs> yeah, you've got the idea. And I'm glad you brought up the idea of um, you know coming up with something for the controller because that was something that I I kept coming up with with the Wii U is that you know developers look at this controller and they're trying to wrap their head around like cr creative ways to use it and stuff like that and in that you know usually they just don't end up using it at all I mean or they just throw like the in-game map or menu system on it or right. they completely just give the fuck up and just leave it blank like Donkey Kong or yeah. or they don't even bother putting their game out on the Wii U yeah, so it's yeah. it's and that's my problem right there. And me, me, me and Mike have had this conversation off air. All right, Nintendo, if you want people to use your awesome bitchin' screen, use it yourself first yeah. and tell people how to use it. Yeah. Right. Like, I think, don't cop out on it. I think Nintendo yeah. really could have benefited from some kind of, you know, uh, almost like a class, you know, with developers and stuff like that. Like, send a Nintendo rep. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me no, out. No, no, I just uh, automatically I just see the banner. Wii U and you. <laughs> <laughs> a workshop for developers. <laughs> Imagine this: Nintendo sends a rep to each of the major like developers and stuff like that to teach them, like, to give them creative ideas, to teach them how to develop for it and stuff like that, so the developers don't have to like figure it out themselves yeah. and just be like, "Well, we could throw a map on it." I have to imagine that that's happened at Gamers Developers Conference. So that's this what it's for. We're talking about. I, they're not very. You, I mean, they're they're tricky to even get uh, to figure out how to contact them as press. You know, this isn't necessarily yeah, okay. something that. You know, well, and you'd think like, all right, so hey, here's this new fandangle majigger thing that we made up, and nobody else has done. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is what it can do. Even if they send out like a manual, like yeah. it can do all of this. Well, I, I play in this box. I can assure you that they've done that. I mean, whenever whenever you put out a platform, you put out um, something that's called an SDK, a software developer's kit. Right. And what that has is, I mean, this is every platform ever, from Windows to Android to iOS to every video game console, everything. Any platform has this, and that the documentation in the SDK goes over all the different ways to talk to the hardware. Like right. it goes over there, there's, um, you know, goes over all the different API or application. Um, Interfaces, I, th I think, is what it is, um, which is basically the um, when it, it's it's kind of like when uh, really stretching a reference here to something I don't really actually know anything about, but it's the only <laughs> thing that I can think of right now. It's like think of like calls on the football field. It's like if you don't like the the the, the calls that like the quarterback is making like mean very mean something very specific, mm. and you have to say them in the right way and to the right people, otherwise it's just it's just it's literally just gibberish, and. So it's, I, I mean, am I making, is that a, did that make sense? I'd what say I just a better said? analogy would be like shorthand, like a waiter in their shorthand. Okay, all right, I'll take that. Yeah, um, like SMH is like small, medium, whatever. Uh, no, the Huge. Camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, the point is, is that it's, it's, but it's a little bit more than that. It's like all the different ways to like tap into. 
like 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 the operating system is listening for different things like for different commands like for its different sensors and all the different things it could do like there's mm -hmm. a specific sdk for anything having to do with the connect on the on the xbox console right you know there's an sdk specifically for like the touchpad on the ps4 console it's yeah. like you know it's all the specific components and hardware this is how you talk to them this is how you use them so i can promise you that there's documentation because if, if there if there wasn't nobody would be able to use it in the first place right well, but yeah. it'd all be experimentation and there wouldn't yeah. be any games for it but, except but, nintendo well, right now yeah so but what you're saying about actually like having like classes like that or, or you know with what you're saying that makes sense but again i i mean i don't know you right. know you, you you know you have a you have a better sense because of your you know experience with the video game industry well you know yeah <laughs> than i do but i i have a very hard time understanding why they wouldn't have done that when, just, when you're coming up with something so new you have to do something like that i that, would think that's i mean i agree with you it seems like something that should happen I'm I'm think I think this might happen more along the lines of like you know sending emails back and forth between like you know EA's uh, developers and Nintendo's developers. You know I'm thinking like physically fly a person to each EA and Ubisoft. And I mean sure it might be end up being expensive, but my God, people might actually be on board with developing for the Wii U for once. <laughs> well, that and there's a lot like and I understand they, they you know the S S M S D K S D K. Makes sense. But there's a difference between, like, hey, this is what it'll all do, and creatively adapting that. Right. I think, I think that, I think, you know what I'm the, saying? Like, yeah. hey, this thing will do this, and you're like, cool. Well, that's also <laughs> supposed to be what the first party titles are supposed to do. Exactly. Again, what the fuck with Donkey Kong? Yeah, but, any, you know, it's. <laughs> any of the first party titles, none of them have used that screen, not even a oh, smidgen. Wind Waker HD used it pretty well. Okay. Because it, because. How did they use it? I mean, it was simple. It, it was you've got three tabs on the top. One of them is just your like your map, which okay, whatever. The second one is your item screen, which means that you can just switch items on the fly instead of how Zelda games always were, to where you're just pause, switch, 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 unpause. You know, so now it's on the fly. It's a lot quicker. Makes boss battles that much easier. Um, and then the last one is uh, your uh, tingle bottles, which is basically Miiverse. So and where you take all your selfies of you and Link and send them to Meverse and I, I took a I took a selfie as Link um, with one of the bosses uh, with Link smiling saying with the babe and then I sent it to Meverse and everyone loved it. <laughs> you know it's. I'm not impressed with that, to be honest with you. It's like the, the two games that I'm aware of for the Wii U that have really taken advantage of that screen. One is uh, Rayman Legends. Because, right. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, because like the way that you had to go back and forth between playing the game on your TV and going down and playing the game on the screen. Right. And like the way, you know, with the interfaces with uh, with, with Murphy and stuff like that. Right. You know, like to me, that is the, the best use of the, of the Wii U screen that I have seen. The other game was uh, Zombie U. With it, yes, it was still an inventory system, but just the way that they made it very, uh, uh, very you know they, they you know because you had Immersive. to access your, yes because you had to do it in real time like you couldn't pause like when right. you needed to like yeah I didn't play the game so I don't really know but when you needed to use a health pack when you needed to pull something up like you you didn't get to pause when the zombies were coming at you like you had to look right. down away from the screen and so like right. to me that was another good use of the screen. Nintendo hasn't done any of that, like no. Goat said. No. Goat, I think you and I actually talked about both those exact games when <laughs> we were talking about this last yeah. night. And you, you mentioned, you know, TJ, who's been on the show, is playing Rayman Legends on PS4, and I don't know if it was uh, if it was him or you that is, uh, you saw like the Murph segments, and you're uh, and you're like, yeah, this is dumb, you know, because it's not like. Like it was on the Wii U, where you're like, you know, moving things around and stuff like that. On PS4, it's just like, 
Yeah. Might is well it the same it mechanic, out. just you don't have the... Because... No, because it's just a dumb touchpad. Like it's on a screen. Like no, you, can't... you don't even use a touchpad. From my understanding, you press press O, and that's the Murph. That's thing. how it is on the 360. Yeah. So really, it's wow. just yeah. quick time events for the entire level. But, and it's weird because like if you're playing two player, uh, you can both do it, which gets a bit hairy. I've seen. Imagine. Because like they're like, oh, you know, you need to bring this down to get this, and it's and the other person hits it because they want to do the same thing. And you actually knock the whole thing down. That like, friggin' sucks because like yeah. again, like with with how much you know, you know Michelle and I we like playing you mm-hmm. know co op games yeah. like this. That was the best part of that game is because like I got to do the Murphy stuff because yeah. I play with the pad you know with with the Wii U pad, and mm-hmm. then she got to control the on screen character, and so we got to cooperatively get through the level. Right. It was, it's so just was none of that. No. Well, that yeah, sucks. it's it's yeah, it's just like it's... the only other platform that I know of that does do that with the with the co-op thing is um uh with the Vita because I guess mm-hmm. like the Murphy stuff is the on-screen stuff is actually there and you can do co-op right. and so I guess yeah. that's the only other platform apparently yeah. that that it, kept yeah. that in on, some on, way. on on the PS4 it plays a lot like it, it plays identical to Origins. Wow, and it's like well, I'm like that, that takes away the entire point of this game. Right. So yeah. and with and with Zombie U, it's most innovative, yeah. at the least. Yeah. And, I, and then the, to help you out, or not to help you out, but I played Zombie U and okay. all that stuff. And there's it, they did it. That's everybody needs to do that. Either okay. either the Raymond version or the Zombie U version, because you have to do like you said. You do, there's there's points where I was playing the game right next to the gamepad between me and the screen because I had to have one. <laughs> like, well, I only have one eye, so I'm guessing most people have two <laughs> eyes for this. <laughs> but I had to put it up so I could see both, and I could actually do things on the fly while moving. At the same time, okay. and then there's a point where you have to scan people, and you literally have to pick up your gamepad and, and the move around thing. the yeah. room to scan things. Yeah. I'm like, yes. Why has none of Nintendo's first-party games done that? And yeah. Goat, you, you and I mentioned again in our conversation last mm-hmm. night, like when Mario Kart 8 comes out, like if the pad, it, it's was like a, the yeah. wheel, and it's then suddenly gimme. like the touchpad would like not even just like the map, maybe yeah. it was like your item. You know, yeah. suddenly you're like got the wheel, and it's just like a oh, blue shell. You know, and then just. Yeah. You know, I, I can't. I can't imagine. That's a gimme. That's a straight up gimme. Here's what I'm going to say: If Mario Kart 8 comes out and you don't use the gamepad as a wheel, then mm-hmm. I've completely lost faith yeah. in Nintendo to show. At least to give you the option, because not everybody's going to want to yeah. do that. But I, I hear your point. But I mean, right. the wheels. We've all played Mario Kart on Wii. Mm-hmm. Those no. plastic. Wi- Okay. <laughs> Those plastic wheels they came out with. Yeah. <laughs> this is dumb. Because <laughs> I'm like, what am I going to do with this? And then I bought one because, you know, how that works. And I was like, oh, all right, you know, I can't knock it until you try it. And then I was like, I get it. Yeah. This this is amazing. There's more to grab here. There's more to work with. Your buttons are in the right spot. So if they don't do it with the, the gamepad they've already made, yeah. It's it's over, Nintendo. Pack up shop. Move I've, on. I've always <laughs> said that. Um, oddly enough, I think the gamepad would make a great like wheel for an F Zero game because I think the wheels in F Zero yeah. racers are sh- like a rectangle shaped anyway. Racing in general, right? Yeah. Even my phone when I play a racing game, my phone's the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> the only technical uh, hurdle would be as if the if as if the, uh, the 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 motion sensor, you know, the the tilt sensor in the Wii U gamepad isn't sensitive enough. For that purpose, that would be the only reason why. That would be the only technical reason why I could think of why they wouldn't do that. With with uh, how, seeing how the gyroscope aiming worked in Wind Waker HD, I can say it is definitely sensitive enough. I would agree with that. <laughs> well, that Nintendo Land uh, playing on that little abacus thing or not that whatever abacus, whatever the little with the puzzle where you had to spin it and the little trucky thing went through it. I know, I know what you're, I know what you're about, yeah. About, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It was really. Yeah. It, I, I mean, think they, you could like hair it and like cruise yeah. that thing down. Yeah. I, I think it's accurate enough too. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just. 
playing advocate. Here. I think I think the I think the game from Nintendo that um, will really be able to make the gamepad shine, and this is something that I'm just going off of with um, with its version on the Wii, is if they put out a Metroid Prime game on it. Thank because, you. Yes. Because well, obviously you and I would love it because you know Metroid. Yeah. Um, Second screen, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> well, <laughs> Well, remember Metroid Prime Three um, with like the Wii Remote and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It actually made you like if you had to pull a switch, you actually had to put your hand out, pull yeah. the switch, pull the you know pull the Wii Remote out, turn it, and put it back in. And like Samus was doing all the same moves and stuff like that. There's it was pretty it was awesome. immersive. It was great. Yeah. And if they can nail something like that with the gamepad, yes, I think they've struck gold. If they um, can do anything with the gamepad on the gamepad. Aside from wasting battery yeah. life and just emitting yeah. black, I think that's honestly that's where they they made the left turn. They were doing great. They're like dual screens, 3ds worked great, awesome, and it, it's a mobile game. So you and don't see. It, there's not a high bar on mobile. And see, it, it's so confusing because look at look at their other, uh, look at their other main you know source of bread, as it were. You know, in the DS and the 3ds. Yeah. You know, every it'd be awkward as hell if you were playing a game and just like the bottom screen didn't have anything on it. Yeah, and that's what I keep thinking of. I think a lot of people aren't yeah. realizing that the DS and the 3DS are immensely successful systems, and there's a lot of great games, both first party and third party, for them. So why don't people just kind of imagine the Wii U as a giant 3DS? Yeah, I, yeah. and just uh, like you know, it's not that hard. Like especially Nintendo, because it's their fucking hardware. And my my counterpoint to that, and, and this is personal, you know, like my personal take on it. I have a 3DS. It's mobile. It's cool. I don't expect a lot of it because it's mobile. Yeah. My home council better make freaking coffee and call me sexy because it's my home council. Oh, so that's what your username yeah. is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, given in the grand scheme of things, your home council does easily eight times more than your handhelds do. See, I guess that's why I'm not necessarily expecting a ton out of the Wii U. It's just because it, uh, to me, I see like the gamepad and everything as a quote unquote extra. You know, because because when it, I mean everyone's different, obviously. Yeah. No. Like Charlie loves the media functionality of Xbox One and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, um, I'm still only in it just to play games and now to occasionally watch the WWE Network, which I can still use a computer if I didn't have a console that did it. Or, um, or last gen. <laughs> right. You have like options. That. So the, the so the any gamepad functionality to me is just gravy. It's just like this this works out well. Okay. I mean, the, sure, it makes me mad when something's not like, you know. Let me let me let me let me let me bring you back to uh, when the Wii U first came out, and I had like twelve launch titles I had to go through. The first one I put in was Dynasty Warriors. You know what showed up on the screen in Dynasty Warriors? Hmm. The exact same thing that was on the television the entire time. No. And you know what was awkward about that? That was before people figured out that the gamepad has lag compared to what's playing on the television. <laughs> so all the... I mean, the video was fine, but the audio was all off. Really? Yeah. Because you remember it, that? The early Wii U games, like with the boot-up screen or something like that, the TV and the gamepad oh, would right. play the same music. But that's been fixed? It's, I, have never, I haven't put a Wii game into my Wii U, so I, I haven't experienced it. No, 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 with Wii U games. Oh, Okay. With Wii U games, uh, like when you boot it up, you know both the television and the uh, the gamepad would be playing like the same music or something. Right. But the gamepad would be a little bit behind. I, I I expect there to be like you know millisecond or two of lag just because of the nature. Well, right. Of it, it was just it was just enough for me to get annoyed. But okay. that, that's not there anymore. Like you okay, know, good, good, Wind Waker good. HD, it's like spot on. It's like oh I can't I didn't know the television was actually producing sound. It sounded like it was all coming from the gamepad. Um. You know, we've talked about a lot of the gamepad and the Wii U and how the 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 
the gimmicky of it and stuff like that and how difficult developers are having trying to adapt to the Wii U and stuff like that. But we haven't talked a lot about um, just like Nintendo's overall, like how they're treating the video game community. So we're, we're going to kind of adapt the the remainder of this feature kind of based on what your guys is. We're going we're gonna to do a, like a, a, a hybrid of sorts. <laughs> You know, usually we have a separate mailbag and stuff like that, but we really, we got a lot of responses to our mailbag question this week, which was, you know, what do you think Nintendo has to do to be taken seriously in the video game community again? Um, we got a lot of responses for this. A lot of lengthy ones, too. Yeah, so I really, uh, so we're going to just kind of mash the mailbag into the feature and stuff like that, and we're just going to kind of use those as talking points and stuff like that. Um, especially because uh, this um, this question actually got on a lot more channels than it usually does thanks to people sharing it and stuff like that um so antoine says you can just call him uh, mr kelly so antoine <laughs> says uh he thinks that mature games exclusive games and zelda would uh be able to get nintendo back in the good graces of the gamers i kind of agree i mean mature games i don't see so much just because like i don't know well mature, only, ga- mature yeah. games have never been a big like you know, the only one that comes system to, seller to me. The only one that comes to mind for me of mature games that was actually really cool was Mad World, and it wasn't like a huge blip on the Wii War radar, but it was yeah. a cool game and it was an it was exclusive. A cool, it was a cool exclusive, yeah. yeah but and then like they have Bayonetta two coming out, like right. like uh, Leanne mentions as a you know in that in the same thread there, right? Yeah, um, yeah. and um, you know it's I I think you know it's like I, you know Ant- Antoine I know he's real big into like you know uh, like Call of Duty and Battlefield and games right. like that, and so I, I think he I think the point that he makes is valid in that you know. Like Nintendo is, like, I think it's safe to say that that the PS4, you know, the the, the, the PlayStation, that their consoles and the Xbox consoles cover mm-hmm. the full gamut of gamers. Like you right. have everything from the casual games, you know, on the you know to you know to the to the weekend players, all the way up to like the hardcore, like first person, you know, you know, curse swearing twelve year olds. I mean, like you know, they cover everybody. The dude, bro, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I I think it's fair to say that Nintendo kind of ignores that part you know that part of a segment and right. i think that's a mistake because that's a segment that spends a lot of money on console games right you know even i mean not as a whole there are some people that just pick up their one call of duty game a year and call it you know call it call it a day no 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 they play call of duty and madden and then when battle fury goes on sale <laughs> okay fair enough um <laughs> but um you know i i think he makes a valid point in that they do seem to ignore that segment yeah i i i, can, I guess i can agree with that but at the same time nintendo never really uh, like they never really seem like the type that would cater more to the mature market, you know. I mean, they they've had a couple experiments here and there. Eternal Darkness comes to mind, um, yeah. But uh, it, that doesn't seem like something they've ever been about. It seems it always seems more like, uh, yeah. As Jenny said, it, it se- always seems like more like cartoony type stuff. And I'm I mean, but people like me are okay with that because it's you know it's fueled by nostalgia. I won't even lie about that, but. I mean, you know, but it might I, be time for them to start catering to that yeah, faction. I don't, I don't think you can be a niche player anymore. I think that you've got to, you've got to, you've got to cover the range because, well, at, at the very least, when you know, if I'm a developer, like regardless of the kind of game that I'm making, it's a question of is like if I'm going to develop this game, I need to put it on on platforms that are in people's hands and that they buy. Do I want to go to the platforms that cover everybody, so everybody's buying them, or do I want to go to the platform that's a niche, and so only the niche people are buying them? Mm. It's 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 a it's a it's a numbers game at this point. Right. 
Well, that and, and it's weird to say, but we're getting to a point now where nostalgia is not a thing for anybody. There's gamers now that are it's all it's all new generations. Yeah, and that, stuff that, like that don't have the, they don't have their first console yeah. of the Wii U. They don't have the uh, the you know the the attachments to Metroid and all these old franchises like we do. This right. is the first time they've seen them. Right. So and mature is kind of a thing now. Grand right. Theft Auto is the gaming quite, community. Yeah, the, the gaming community has grown up, and Nintendo yeah. isn't. Yeah, which is basically what you guys are saying. And they gotta that's move with the times. That's a really good point because when you think about it, the people who are crying for a Metroid game mm-hmm. are our age, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's because Nintendo has that particular franchise. I know a number of people. You know, mentioned that that a Metroid game w- would probably help out you know, Wii U sales, right. but because they've let that particular franchise languish, uh-huh. it's I think yet a lot of people have just kind of given up on it, and moved on, and and you know they haven't you know they haven't been able to you know have like you know like one of the one of the things that Call of Duty does right again from being a numbers game is because you come out with a new game every year, mm-hmm. there are people every year who are getting their first Xbox or first PlayStation, right. and so they have. The current Call of Duty, the current Battlefield, or whatever, to you know, to get with their new Xbox that they got for Christmas every year. Every every generation has right. that. Nobody's been able to do that with like a Metroid game or you know something like that, in right. for, for, forever. Even Zelda. Zelda. Oh, not- yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I, I kind of wish Nintendo would take a cue from Pixar. You know, look at look at Pixar. What they did with the Toy Story trilogy. You know, first movie came out mid nineties. It was great. A lot of us. Well, okay, me. I don't. I don't how old were you guys? How old uh, were you guys around then? When Toy Story? Yeah, I don't like, think what, I 90, drove to that, that movie. Was, that was what ninety five something like that. Yeah, I didn't drive to that movie, but I was really close to. It. <laughs> okay. Yeah, something like that. So for so. Closer to uh, my group rather than your guys. Not saying you guys are terribly older than I am. Trying not to offend anybody. <laughs> Even though I pointed out gray hairs and Charlie's beard. That was awesome. Well, we have a whole gener- <laughs> Let's be honest. We have a whole gener- gaming generation ahead of you because we're the Nintendo generation and you're the Super Nintendo generation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so look at when uh, look at look at when Toy Story One came out from my generation's point of view. You know, uh, we were kids. We could relate to Andy and stuff like that. And we could, uh, you know, every one of my friends had dreams of like you know their toys coming to life and stuff like that. They timed the movies appropriately so that by Toy Story Two, you know, he was a teenager, and suddenly everyone who saw the first Toy Story was also a teenager. So they you know understood and they sympathized and stuff like that. Okay. Toy Story Three comes out. Andy's going to college. All the people who watch Toy Story 1 and 2 are also getting around that age and stuff like that. So they can, again, sympathize with the characters and stuff like that. Pixar knew that their fan base over the years had grown up. And sure, it's still the same story about toys coming to life and trying to, you know, do whatever. But it's still, like, matured a little bit. You know, there's always that little piece that's just like... This part is supposed to be for you because we realize that you've been, you know, yeah, you're not timeless. Yeah, you know, it's stuff like that. And at the same time, they're coming out with new franchises to get now the exactly, new kids. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, and, right. and, and, yeah. and I wish Nintendo would do something like that. Yeah. Like, no, they, 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 like suddenly, part. you know, I thought, believe it or not, I thought Twilight Princess might have actually been a good step in the right direction because Twilight Princess was dark, and Zelda had never gone to like those dark reaches before. You know, it, sure, it wasn't like an M-rated Zelda game by any means, but it was still like. This is a little bit more twisted than any, you know, Sunshine and Rainbow Zelda that I've ever played before. You know, stuff like that. So when Twilight Princess came out, when the Wii first came out, I thought it was just like, well, great. They understand it. They're trying to, you know, adapt our favorite franchises to new stuff and things like that. But, you know, and then Skyward Sword came out and I was just angry at the controls the entire time. (laughs) I'm with you. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think you even finished it, did you? No, I couldn't. I just, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I had to grind through it. Um... 
so I'm reading off of uh, Charlie shared the question on Twitter. Um, I, I think his Twitter handle is at Hosify. Uh, he says, if by, quote, seriously, you mean printing money endlessly, then I'd recommend keep on keeping on. Which isn't true. They're not printing money. I mean, the 3DS is doing well, but the Wii U is yeah. floundering. So, I don't know. I didn't even think they had a printing press in their building. <laughs> Thank you, Goat. No problem. Uh, and then he also says, if by seriously you mean legitimize gaming as an art form, I'd say build a time machine and set it to 1985, which is kind of what you just said with, with getting back to like the roots of like you know coming out with franchises yeah. and connecting with gamers and everything yeah. like that. When was the last time... Well, I know the answer to this question, but you guys know the last time Nintendo came out with a brand new like first-party IP? Pikmin? Pikmin. Wow. Which really? was in 2002? Wow. 2001, yeah. 2002? So it's been 12 or 13 years. I think it's about due. Wow. It's way overdue. I mean, that, let me rephrase. The first... Um, you know, first-party IP that they actually supported past, like, one game. Yeah. You know, because obviously there's three Pikmin games out now. Um, they they came out with a few, like, you know, but no one remembers Chibi Robo. No one cared. I know that, that was the first party? I believe so. Hmm. It was on GameCube. Sure. Huh? It was on GameCube. Right. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember the, if it was developed by Nintendo or somebody else. Was the question? I, I, oh. I, I'm, I, I'm relatively certain it was first party, just because they um, uh, they had Chibi Robo represented in uh, Super Smash Brothers as an assist trophy or something. Ah, okay. And the only third party characters that were in that were Sonic and Metal Gear characters, and Chibi Robo is neither, unless Chibi <laughs> Robo is a secret boss in Metal Gear that I didn't know about. Which oh would my be god, awesome! <laughs> Chibi Robo was made by Otacon. I mean, I mean clearly, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> he is Metal Gear. <laughs> that's that's the real metal metal game. gear yeah, chibi yeah. vacuum yeah. while you're away. Um, this place is spotless. Metal Gear must be here. And then uh, at Dyphon, yes, did, did, oh, sure. Uh, yes. He says, "Huh? They probably need to start making video games again." <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. They they make video. I don't I don't get it. This is this is a joke, isn't it? Uh, I I think I think sarcastic something or other. I can't sp- I can't speak I, I can't speak for him, but I think he's saying. Coming out with new and original games, yeah, as opposed I to just think. pumping out. I like the sarcasm. I like it. <laughs> you know, coming out with like the the rehashes and sequels every year. So basically, what we're, what we're saying here, and ever and the fans are saying, is Nintendo, you need to open the door back up on the new IP lab and turn the power back on. <laughs> I think Miyamoto's running out of ideas. Yeah. They need he, to, he really needs to find, like, an apprentice or something. And then they need to make a movie yeah. about Miyamoto's apprentice, because I would watch the shit out of that. As long as he says you're fired. What? Sure, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so switching over to the comments on the Facebook page. Uh, Danny says... Man, you, we do have long responses on this. Yeah. Danny says, I think they have to wait out the storm and not put too much into the platform fiscally. Uh, exclusives and group play-oriented games will be their saving grace. I think the Xbox and PlayStation tide has passed and people are looking for more innovation than graphics and standard online modes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is America. Um... <laughs> 
Innovative advertising couldn't hurt. Most people are aware, aren't aware of the Wii U or any of its cool features. The marketing campaign hasn't very, been very good. I will agree with that completely. And so, I, so, you know, I think, I think several years. people echoed this. Also, yeah. it's that yeah, the, the, a lot of a lot of people said things along the lines of like you know, uh, uh, things like you know, making sure that we know the Wii U is a separate thing from the Wii. And I agree. I, I think the first thing they ever did to shoot themselves in the foot was calling it the Wii U. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, you know, everyone's gone on record to say, no, the name's not changing. I'm like, well, good. At this point, you know, the name is technically established. So if yeah. you change the name, you're just fucking yourselves over even more. Yeah. Suddenly, yeah, it all was... those, suddenly all those old Wii U games, it's just like, will this work on the Wii 2? You know, it's like the 3DS and 2DS all over again. Yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah, 2DS. Yeah, Nintendo is as good as naming consoles as Microsoft is at naming everything. Except for the Xbox. This is more of a uh, computer <laughs> tech joke, like Windows Vista, stupid, stupid name. Well, even, even the Surface, I kind of get it, but you don't put stuff on that, because that would break it. Maybe you don't. <laughs> Maybe oh, that's why that's, I got a new one. Oh, that's why my Surface broke. <laughs> that's supposed to keep mugs on it. I, I, I'm talking more like, like Microsoft is the company that makes Microsoft System Center 2013 R2 Enterprise Edition. Like They're, they're na- not creative yeah. whatsoever? And when they are, it sucks? Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. Me, NT, yeah, the list goes on and on. The, the, the best one I think, though, was 3.1, and the re- redone version was 3.11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roger says third party support and networking. Yes. Yeah. Third party then... support should network. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think a lot of third parties don't even want to touch the Wii U at this point just because. There's no point. Well, I mean, just... a lot of them are just afraid of it, you know? And, 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 and I this, Goat's going to be proud of me for this. This is the part where business comes into play. It's just like, we could take a big financial loss on this. I don't want to go near it. You know, it's just like, this isn't going to make boatloads of money. I'm not interested. No, thanks. But it's going to take boatloads of people to make it happen. Right. It's it's one of those catch-22 kind of things. You know, the Wii U is only going to become popular by third parties and stuff supporting it. But third parties and stuff aren't going to support it until the Wii U is popular. So it's, it's mm-hmm. like, you're screwed either way. Yeah. The business term for what you're describing is minimal return on investment. That's ha. it. Okay. I learned it's, something today. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. It's... it's, it's um, you know, a return on a return of investment or ROI is is basically the idea of it's going to cost me this much money to do this thing, and how much money am I going to get back? And at this point, just like you said, like we talked about before, it's the amount of effort that developers have to go into to put a game on there. It's just not worth it because nobody right. owns the Wii U, right? <laughs> and Nintendo are the only people that can fix that at this point, right? So, um. Dan, who's been on the show a few times, uh, said releasing mobile titles that could tie into the console's title story or act as a companion app. Uh, I don't companion know. apps are where I, it's at. I'm still indifferent about Nintendo doing anything with cell phones. Like I'm, but I'm not a big phone person. You know, Charlie might love that, but I'm, I'm like, uh. well, I might love that until I read an article a couple weeks ago with the whole. Um... Uh, it was around the whole time of the, like the you know when Flappy Bird was still in the store, right? And it was like, are you sure you want Nintendo games? I think it was it might have been on Dorkly or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's like Nintendo mobile oh, games, and yeah, it was I like, saw that. it's like you know, it's like uh, you know, it's 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 you know, the 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 Sonic Temple Run clone that came out. It was basically like that. It was like Nintendo properties, but just clones of other existing popular right. titles. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah, that would probably happen. I mean, the point that the one point that I think is worth making about what he's saying about mobile is that, you know. Whether or not they would be good games, whether or not it would help Nintendo be taken seriously again, yeah. the odds of it helping Nintendo's fiscal bottom line are very, very good. That's true. Mo- there is a ton of money to be made in mobile. Right. All I'm saying, Charlie, is if Plants vs. Mario's came out, you'd be all over it. 
I cannot argue that. As long as, <laughs> as, long as it had lawnmowers. Luigi. <laughs> can you, can you imagine Lu, uh, a Luigi on each row and like yeah, Mario gets over and he's like, not today! And then he just like rockets forward. Ten bucks a game. I'm not paying ten dollars for a Plants vs. Zombies. I'm not looking Mario at you. Clone. You will play ten dollars for anything on a phone. You're surprised you paid more than ten dollars for your phone. I might not have. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, does it turn on? Yes, I'm good. But it has. I don't care about the features as long as it turns on. <laughs> uh, Dan also says Metroid. Yes. Exclamation points for the Wii U. Everyone is apparently Metroid. You know, the other you needs Metroid. to happen. Okay. For a second, do we want a Metroid Prime game or do we want a 2.5D Metroid game? Either. Okay. I'm okay with either as well. I'm just Metroid U, either the other U or just a standard U or Super U. Metroid no, no, U. No, no, not the other U. No, yes. stop yes. it. Stop it. <laughs> yes. Team Ninja, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to go to Japan and fucking slap all of you. <laughs> Alright, fine, Sorry. fine. Super Metroid U2. <laughs> <laughs> or 2U, there we go. Super Metroid 2U, oh yeah. I'll play right into the Super Nintendo thing. Metroid 2U. <laughs> Super Metroid 2U. That would play right into the Wii thing where it's like the Wii for you. Now we have Super Metroid 4U. Or do you? Oh my god. Nintendo, uh, I'm saying all of us are available for marketing opportunities. I want a 2.5D Metroid game. I, 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 don't do. you guys, I don't know if you guys ever played Shadow Complex. I have. It was great. I, was a, I, want, I want... That put Metroid. Yes. I agree. I have no I, reference. I, I, <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I, I'm okay either way. Yeah. but just fucking. Uh, Chuck says they need to. They need better marketing for the Wii U. Again, I think the 3DS is taken seriously. Yeah, I, I, none of us are complaining about the 3DS, right? No. The 3DS is on a, a solid. It's got great games. It's got great support. It's the only thing that's keeping Nintendo alive at the moment. That's probably more true than we realize. Uh, William says, honestly, they have to do a lot in order to be taken seriously by many people since they are mainly aimed at families and kids. I think they have a large crowd of untapped potential customers and parent, and the parents of the crowd are scared that if they purchase a disc system for their younger children, the discs will be ruined shortly after since the, since they are way more fragile than the cartridges we had as children and need to be handled differently. That being said, they need to figure out a covered disc system kind of like the UMD. No! Fuck the UMDs! <laughs> God damn it, those are dumb. Uh, from the app, where discs have a harder time getting ruined and children can safely handle them without the help of parents or older siblings. I don't think that's a problem here. Well, it kind of is. I, 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 I don't that. think it's a widespread no, no, problem. No, no. Well, yes and no. I, I get what he's because saying. Because everything uses discs now except yeah. for, like, iPhones. But when your core market as Nintendo is little tots... Remember, we're, we're talking about what it takes to be taken seriously in the gaming community. Yeah. But this it, has nothing to do with the gaming community. But in community. the gaming community, money's money. And if you're not getting the parents to like, dole out the money to get more gamers into the world, you're not yeah, but helping the, yourself. Yeah, but developing some kind of oh, UMD yeah, no. system, not only is a shot in the foot, because UMDs were fucking horrible. Yeah, they still are. Yes, but they're <laughs> irrelevant now. They were irrelevant the day they were yeah, announced. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they had movies on them, come on. Everybody wanted movies yeah, for $10. Yeah, all 39 cents <laughs> in Meyer. <laughs> They were then too. Oh, <laughs> um, I, I don't think this is an issue with getting Nintendo to be seen as legitimate in the video game community. I think no. it's I think it's something to you know help them get money and stuff like that. No. But I it's a small I, I still don't even penny think size it. bit in the 
very larger puzzle. Yeah, this doesn't. The, the, I don't think a disc-based versus cartridge or digital system is the main issue here. The one thing I would say is that if Nintendo's profits were better, if they had more money to play around with, then maybe they could start to do things to get them back into good graces of developers. That's that's the only kind of thing I could think of there. Because I mean, like, you, the only the primary reason. I think that third-party exclusives happen is because checks are written. Like, yeah. I think Nintendo could get some third-party exclusives on board if they could write some big fat checks to make that happen. I don't want that to happen. To be very clear, yeah, <laughs> I, I want every game to be on every console. Right. But um, you know, but acknowledging that that's the way of the world. You know, if right. if the next if the next Mass Effect game was a you know a, a you know exclusive to the Wii U, well, guess what? I'm buying it on. Well, because right. I don't have a choice. But I'm saying, guess right. I would I would buy that because if I didn't have a Wii U, I would buy a Wii U to get that. I mean, right. yeah, yeah. I, I uh, Fable I, comes to Wii U. I will buy a Wii U Fable yeah. Edition all day long. And <laughs> I'm in blank. <laughs> and I, in order to get the you know the money to write the checks for third parties and stuff like that, I'd rather that they went to mobile games and started releasing like Flappy Bird and you know cut mm. the rope knockoffs, just yes. to, just to get the money to Flappy write. Rope knockoffs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Fair. Between the two, but the between the two directions they could go in mm. to get extra income, I would rather they go the mobile route than right. the buying exclusives route. Fair. Or just cut the checks and make your own damn exclusives on a normal schedule. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, oh my god, it's been out for a year. We still are waiting for Metroid. We're still waiting for a Zelda. Both of which should have been out by now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you want to sell consoles, give us reasons to buy the console. Yeah. yeah. Um. Over on Google Plus, ha! Ah, we're checking our mailbag stuff on Google Plus. Take that, and we got a bag everywhere. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, I don't know how to pronounce this man's or woman's first name, but the last name looks like it's pronounced Spankerin. Well, we have a diverse crowd on G Plus. So, <laughs> IP freely, friend. So, uh, sir or madam, however you uh, pronounce your name, uh, they say release Super Smash Brothers in a new Metroid game, which. We already mentioned yeah. Metroid. Smash Brothers confirmed this fall, which will sell consoles. I don't care how you look at it. Probably 3DSs, but I mean, it will sell consoles. <laughs> That'd be um, amazing. Smash Brothers comes out. 3DS goes up 15 points. Wii U. Wii U we're not talking about. <laughs> um, it says, release a new Metroid in HD Zelda and create a better online infrastructure similar to that of Xbox Live or PlayStation Network. I agree with that, too. a theme here. Several themes, in fact. Yeah. Basically, release Metroid, release Zelda, do better online, and... Do online, period. Hold, hold on, wait, wait. Yeah. Well, we can sum this up. Get on the fucking bus with the rest of your damn friends <laughs> and the, go along with them. I think, what was I the think, first thing I said? They just yeah. need to get in line. They need to get... Everybody, look, I, the two things are working. I think Nintendo is too proud to just kind of be the... You know, be everybody else. You know what I mean? I mean, they, they, they've always prided themselves on being the first person to try this or trying to break away from the pack and stuff like that. I honestly... I, I disagree with that. Sort of. Really? Sort of. I think Nintendo's gotten spoiled over the years because they've always been the it, and everybody keeps catching up to them, and they got to keep on. They they come so, out with it. So they're, they're the ones. Everybody's caught up. So they're the ones that's having a panic attack. It's just like, uh, 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 guys, we just released a game console that comes standard with HDMI. Please love us. You yeah. know, everyone's just like, yeah, okay. But you think <laughs> you think up until now, Nintendo's always been the innovator, and you know everybody wants to be Nintendo because Nintendo can literally throw out anything in a box that says Nintendo on it, and it'll sell. Yes. Everybody's caught up. Yeah. Nintendo doesn't know how where to go now. They they've they they're just like shit. Uh, we're on the bottom of the pile. We've been on the po top of the pile f since the beginning of video games. Right. What do we do? 
Yeah. And and that they're just getting smashed. <laughs> so. Which I think comes all the way back around to what, you know, Mike yeah. you were saying about crusty old men. It's like yeah. they, they need some new blood in there, they need some new ideas and they just they need yeah. you know, yeah. they they need to standardize with the rest of the industry right. a little bit. I'm not saying they need to come out with like, you know <laughs> Mario Grand Theft Auto. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no, they do need to do that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that'd be oh and Sonic's God. the bad guy and he's got this gang and moving on. I would also play the fuck out of that game. <laughs> First person shooter Pokemon. Let Guys, go. go with this. Let's go, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> call call of Pokemon duty. Let's bring this happening. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um <laughs> Legend of War, God. <laughs> You almost had that title being clever. Well, you can't have it too close. <laughs> oh, right. Copyright infringement. That's why God's after war. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can do Ganon of War if you really wanted to. Oh, man. Donkey Fall. Donkey Fall. Donkey Fall needs to happen. Six on six apes with giant barrels that are mechs. Prepare for Donkey Fall. Suddenly Donkey Kong just drops out of the sky. You get on his back and, you know. He's throwing barrels at everybody and old school. Hey, you know, Titanfall is on PC. Modders. Exactly. Hey, Internet, if you want to make Donkey Fall a thing. Please. Prepare for Donkey Fall. Wow, I have some photoshopping to do when I get home. No and uh, and Metroid in the Fallout universe. Oh my god. Oh wow. Oh, I, I need I new pants. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. That would work out better than I imagined when I first said it. Now that I'm thinking about it. No yeah. Oh, yeah, man. that would be 1,500 Mario oh. points I would well want to learn. Because <laughs> if you guys come up with a system, it's going to be Mario points. You have no... That, that's one other thing. That, that, you know, this, is something, this is something that I, you just reminded me yeah. that I had said before, is that you know when some conversation I had years ago when talking about how like the Wii had absolutely no online presence worth mentioning. Yeah. It's that you know one of the things that you know the Xbox consoles and the PlayStation consoles have going for them is the whole gamer score and trophy system. Bragging rights. It's it's that, but it's also player engagement. It's you know, giving them a reason to come back. It's yeah. it's giving them that that level of competition between friends. It's you know it's like you know you know people competing for who has a higher mm -hmm. gamer score and who can you know who can get you know thousand point or get the platinum trophy in a game first and whatever. Nintendo doesn't have that. As far as I know, there's as as far as I know, there's you know there's no way to see like. Like on Miiverse, if there's a way to find out like what games other people have played, like there how they've, I've they've gotten them, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Like, yeah, exactly. You're what, not mic'd. <laughs> yeah, you know, what Jenny just said is exactly what I'm saying. The social interaction is is completely lacking, and that is to me is a, is one of the biggest parts of video game is, is right. video gaming. It's like video gaming was you know started with the whole with the whole couch co-op thing and everything. I, I'm I just I, know, I just think she see me. <laughs> Um, you know, it's it's like the you know the way the video games came popular in the first place is playing with your friends and inviting friends over and playing on the couch right. and of course just with the progression of the way that society has gone now that's for the most part online except for like you know places like my house where we still where we still do the couch co-op thing well, but you know. Nintendo has has 
you know, just with their entire lack of online strategy worth mentioning, right. they've just completely missed that boat. And it's like the people that are playing Nintendo games don't have a way to share that really with other people. Right. Well, yeah, and, and to go with that, we live in a digital footprint world now. Pictures are didn't happen. Yep. I just put uh, my arm Facebook. Exactly. <laughs> I'm and, ac- sure and according to Nintendo, none of us have ever played a Nintendo game since ever. Yeah. In the yeah. new world. Yeah. yeah. There's no way to be like, hey, look at that, I got that done in Mario. Cause and that's and, and I like that though, is the fact of like there. There yeah. it is. I don't have to if you want to find out what I did, there, go do it. I don't tell you. <laughs> To kind of add to the whole, like, you know, the the gamer score, you know, the thing, the fact that Nintendo doesn't have any of that. I remember back when um, uh, Super Mario 3D Land on 3DS came out, um, and Steven Totillo from Kotaku was saying, like, you know, Nintendo doesn't have an achievement or trophy system, but the new Mario game has something that might be better. And then I read the article, and he was just like, so uh, he was explaining a situation where he, like, made this, like, ridiculous jump or something like that, and he managed to find a secret area, and he did everything correctly, and he found the secret ending, and so like that. And I was met with applause. I'm like, I don't fucking care about applause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Steven Totillo, you're even worse of a Nintendo fanboy than I am. <laughs> you're trying to just Thank you, Jenny. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 if I understand what you're saying correctly, he would rather have scripted, automated applause <laughs> from Nintendo than actual recognition from real human beings. I mean, that's what we do here, isn't it? So, I don't, I don't know. Fucking kids these days. Anyway, <laughs> I don't think kids these days has actually ever made it onto the podcast. I say it a lot outside, but I don't think I've actually. Yeah, it has. Has it? Yeah. I don't pay attention. When we had the Pokemon f- Psycho Chick. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, you'll have to tell me after. <laughs> are you talking about... Are you talking the, about... The 3DS breaking and crazy Catholic oh, woman right. going nuts and then her oh, husband telling her to... Oh, yeah. That blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, of course, we're going to end the, the feature slash mailbag segment with Songbird's emails. we usually do. Uh, Dear Viking Jesus Goat and Technotronicorn, um, and kind of Jenny since she's over there, but, you know, she's just kind of audience today. Um, mailbag answer, look, for us Nintendo fans, we're pretty sure that when Mario Kart 8 comes out, the Wii U sales will greatly increase. But to say Nintendo releasing their strongest IPs will save the company from their ailments is short-sighted thinking. It's well known Nintendo has issues with dealing with other companies, yet at the same time, some... Yet at the same time, some companies are somewhat at fault for focusing on easy money. However, it's one thing when a company won't develop for your console out of fear of losing probability. It's another thing when you assume they will quickly embrace your technology when it's a completely different breed of animal in terms of networking and all that jazz. Please understand, Nintendo, your fans can only take you so far in your business endeavors. Thank you. I'm impressed. Wow, that's like the most gloves-off response she's that's, had to a while. That's like the last half hour of conversation paraphrased eloquently. <laughs> Thank you, very Songbird, good. for uh, reading our minds. <laughs> <laughs> she's good at that. Okay, so we're breaking away from the Nintendo discussion mm-hmm. a little bit now, but I think we've beaten that into the dust. I think today. we got it. We need uh, we need the uh, the new stuff, the so old stuff, Metroid, and everything. We need a better online presence. We need Nintendo to get new people in the executive seats. Got it. Yep. We need an and we need a Nintendo three sixty four one. Four one. What? Ben Heckle get on that eventually. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Songbird says, here's a question for VJ since about journalism. Oh, I'm going to like this question. <laughs> what is the process of picking what articles are displayed on the front page of a website? Let's say Yahoo or MSN. I ask because, as we know, most video game related articles concerning consoles are about bashing them. But every now and then when I'll come across two separate articles on the same page about gaming consoles, which contradict each other. The last time one mentioned why Xbox One is surging in sales, while another one right below it talked about Xbox owners switching to PlayStation. Um, so... Usually, whenever something shows up on the front page of a website, especially as big as Yahoo, a lot of it has to do with the editors of the website and what they think will, you know, be front page worthy and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's kind of like how we pick the top five news stories of the week every week. You know, usually it's um, usually it's me with the help of Charlie and Goat compiling the stories that we think are the most interesting or that we can talk about, you know, and have a great conversation about and things like that. It's kind of it's kind of like what we do here, because uh, obviously. Usually, there's more than five stories going on in the gaming world per week, but we compile it, we, not compile it, we compress it down so it's stuff that's interesting, or at least we can have a laugh at, in the case of Sony taking shots at Microsoft's indie development thing. Um, so... Uh, and, you know, anyone who's been on the internet for even an hour in their entire lives knows that uh, flame bait is always going to get the most views, especially because that's something that... You, what is flame bait? When you post something specifically so that people will bash your opinions. Okay. Never heard that term. You're apparently not on the internet that much. Anyway, um, so flame, so flame bait articles, which are which are things like you know telling Xbox owners to switch to PlayStation or vice versa, or saying that you know the Xbox is the best system, or that the Wii U is the best system. Nah, no one's written that. Um, just say where are you? Written? <laughs> Cracked. <laughs> Great reference. Um, so, uh, but those you typically get the most views, not just because, you know, a lot of people go into their, those articles thinking like, well, this guy's wrong. I'm going to voice my opinions in the comments, which I want you guys to know the flailing motion I was uh, yeah, making. I was going to say, I wish we could find a way to uh, Wait, I can gif this. <laughs> Hang on. We're, we're in the middle of making a gif, apparently. So, I'm... I'm Flail on, my friends. That'll be enough. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> flail, you monkey, flail. You're good. So a lot of people go into the comment sections and, you know, say they're going to be angry. And then people who agree with the article go into the comment sections and tell the commenters that are angry at the article saying, no, you're full of shit. And so people start arguing in the comment section. Suddenly, that post has seen a lot of traffic because people are arguing with each other. Suddenly, that ad revenue is through the roof. And so people are just like, ha, look what I started. I made six bucks in the past minute because these people are like, Xbox, you know, stuff like that. That's how it goes. Yep. Kotaku, I remember, actually wrote an article basically saying, by the way, this is what we do, just so you understand. Right. Because, like, there, there was somebody, you know, Pretty much every time, you know, Kotaku is supposed to be, like, you know, a primarily gaming website, but as, you know, they basically say, like, gaming and the things that gamers are interested in, so that that's their excuse, basically, to branch off into other stuff like anime and whatever. But, you know, it's like when they, you know, they post the occasional, like, you know, the top five hottest cosplayers or whatever like that, like, things that are <laughs> definitely designed to draw clicks and eyeballs. You know, this, every time they do that, of course, they have, like, the gamers who get in the comments to say, like, what the hell does this have to do with gaming? Right. And so they finally wrote an article. This is, like, I think within the last year or so. They, they put out an article that basically said... Hmm? No, I just... Okay. I'm, 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 I'm just... What does this have to do with gaming? Boobs. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
they put an article that basically said you guys just need to understand something when we when we run an article like that that the the ad impressions and the ad revenue we get from that one article pays for the entire rest of the week of the rest of the articles we right write. and and that's something that i understand like i, I will never fault kotaku for that because i i I, I know. The bills need to be paid. If your entire site is nothing but that, then I probably will never visit you. But Kotaku's better than that, you know. Yeah. And Kotaku in particular, they're very transparent. They'll show how many views an article has gotten, like, on the byline there. So that I applaud them for. But uh, Songbird says, I apologize if this has already been mentioned, but apparently the infamous series was inspired by Animal Crossing. I remember what? reading something about that, but I didn't read into it. Whoa, time out. Whoa, 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 time what? Out. What? <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was infamous it was... and Nook are in the two cahoots. Sure. How does it? I I don't I don't know. That would explain <laughs> the high real estate costs in fucking infamous. That's another feature. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, can you guys come up with something far fetched to say a certain game was inspired by another radically different game? Uh, I can come up with a real life story. Um, Cliff Blazinski, the man most well known for the Unreal series and for Gears of War. His biggest influence was Shigeru Miyamoto, the man who created Mario and Zelda and Star Fox and all these cutesy characters. So, Unreal Tournament? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Huh. Might meet him in June. Fun. Seriously? What the fuck? VGL Raleigh. Huh. Um... But yeah, I, I, that, that's one. Of, that's one of the things I can come up with the best is that uh, one of the man, uh, the man known for putting chainsaws on machine guns, was inspired by Mario. That's clearly from the Chomp Chomps. <laughs> <laughs> like, what would make this Chomp Chomp better? Fucking machine gun. <laughs> Wait, machine gun and a ch yes, yes, make that happen. <laughs> Fun fact, did you know that uh, when Kingdom Hearts was originally pitched, the uh, now-famous Keyblade was originally supposed to be a key chainsaw? That doesn't and, roll uh, off the Understandably, the, the execs at Disney was like, are you fucking insane? <laughs> that doesn't roll off the tongue as well, either. Key, key saw. Key, that sounds key like, saw. That sounds like a town in, like, Tennessee. <laughs> Welcome to Key Saw, Tennessee. I mean, like, Key Chain. <laughs> ha! I yeah. get it. Yeah, but then King Games is going to come in and they're just going to fucking <laughs> trademark keychain. And um, Can you guys come up with anything uh, far-fetched with a game being inspired by a weird, different that game? That actually was? No, just, just anything you could think of. Like I, if Grand Theft Auto was inspired by Mario Kart. <laughs> no, I, I, like to, uh, I like to think that Resident Evil was uh, inspired by My Little Pony. Because I the immediately developers... looked over at Charlie to see his reaction, and he doesn't seem impressed. I'm confused. <laughs> well, because other the guys are watching My Little Pony, they just wanted to kill everything. <laughs> and they made the game to, instead of actually doing it. <laughs> Maybe Razzny a bit. You're trying a little too hard on that one. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. It's, it's a bad joke, Dad. <laughs> Just couldn't have an episode without a, po without a pony reference? Is that, is that what I, I just I, I guess. I don't know. I just... Um... Uh, I would like to think that um, I'd like to think that Red Dead Redemption was inspired by Oregon Trail. <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea. I lost my goats. Wow. I was drinking then. Let's, let's set me up for dysentery jokes when I'm done drinking. <laughs> I mean, it's better than, you know, it being inspired by, uh, you know, Custer's Last Revenge. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. There was a sex scene in <laughs> Redemption, so I mean, uh, maybe a little bit of both. I mean, granted, it wasn't whatever. Uh, Songbird says, so Nintendo has decided to hire you guys in marketing Mario Kart 8, and in doing so, you're directing the commercial. So what's it like? I have one, but you guys answer before VJ reveals my idea. That is, if he or you guys don't come up with it first. Oh, she's put her ideas in parentheses. Okay, so if you were to create a commercial for Mario Kart 8, uh, I'm most interested to hear what Goat has to say, being the, the car person here. The car, but these are carts. Now, so? Does she say commercial or does she say marketing campaign? What did she say? Hire you guys in marketing Mario Kart 8, and in doing so, you're directing the commercial. Okay. We're directing a commercial. Okay. So, I mean, obviously, it would have to be, like, high-speed craziness and, like, Mario Kart going through, like, downtown Chicago and, like, shells flying by and blowing up buildings and cars. I, I was, was going to say, I would I would do it kind of old school, kind of like, remember the old Super Smash Brothers commercial where they're skipping through a field, the guys in, like, in, like the mascot suits? Yeah, yeah, in the mascot suits. I'd do basically that, but, like, through the streets of yeah. Chicago or something, and they'd actually be throwing, like, shells and stuff. Or get those guys that are, like, on motorcycles that have, like, the hats and stuff like that. Have you uh, seen that? There's a viral video floating around where people were on, like, scooters. And, like, one of them had a Mario hat, one of them had a crown, one of them had, like, a tie on and stuff like that. And they're literally just, like, throwing water balloons and stuff at each other. No, I did not see which that. Which yeah. doesn't seem very safe at all, but... Yeah, I've seen that one, too. Um... I can't think of a better idea than that, though. I would absolutely just revive the style of the mascot suits... You know, the Smash Brothers mascots do commercials, yeah. and I would just put them in go-karts and have them throwing stuff at each other and, you know, work in CG so the city's blowing up and everything, and just as a result of, like, the chaos of the yeah, I mean, yeah. And there should, yeah. there should be, there should be uh, cheery music playing. Yeah. Oh, yes. my God, can you imagine if suddenly, like, they're going through Chicago, suddenly they go up to Rainbow Road? Yeah. yeah. Or, like, you know, they're going through Chicago and Rainbow Road is playing, which is why they're massacring everything. They're just like, fuck, no, I won't go back to Rainbow Road. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah ba basically a... Uh... Reference might be a little too niche, but I, I hear you. But yeah, ba basically, like, every action scene that there was in Transformers through downtown. <laughs> now I want Mario Kart Transformers. And then have them slide up, have it slide up so you can see the tire, and then it pans up and Mario's just, like, you know, eight with, like, his hands. And that's it. And then a date. Like a gang sign? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, that's how I took it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's Chicago. Come on. Life chosen me. He wouldn't say anything. He would just throw up. He would just throw up the eight, and then it would show the date. Oh my god. And you'd be like, "What just happened? I need to buy that game." That commercial has '90s written all over it. Uh, so Songbird's uh, answer is: Have Jerry Lambert, aka Kevin Butler, as the lead character because of the Bridgestone Tire commercial issue. Do you guys remember that at all? No. Nope. First of all, do you guys know who? You guys remember who Kevin Butler is? The <laughs> fake Sony. Yeah. Uh, VP. You remember that goat? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was an issue because he showed up in a uh, in a Bridgestone tire commercial as a scientist, and he was holding a Wii wheel. Oh, when right, right, he right. was the uh, when he was the face of the PlayStation marketing campaign for a solid like year. Probably even more than that. So Sony had a big issue yeah. with their fake PlayStation executive showing up on a commercial holding a Wii controller. Yeah. So future controllers actually had him cropped out of the pick out of the scene. Oh wow! Future controllers. 
Huh? You said future controllers. Future commercials. <laughs> Fucking whatever. I mean, I'm, 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 it made sense to me. It's just like this floating wee wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. So. 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 What her idea is to have him in the Mario Kart commercial? Yes. Which oh. would be amazing, yeah, but yeah, I, I, I feel like I, I feel think like that, I, I feel like the tip of the hat would be too like, you know, oh, very few people would get it. Well, yeah. then it's pretty old. It's oh, I'd still I'd still laugh at it hysterically and be yeah. like, ha! Sony execs in a Nintendo commercial. <laughs> Take that, Sega. <laughs> Wait, I'm aware that didn't make sense. <laughs> That's right, Jaguar. You see that? You see that right there, 3DO? <laughs> Yeah, Turbo Graphics is gonna kick your butt. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Panasonic. <laughs> Can't even fucking put out the jungle. You guys, did, did you guys remember that yeah. weird little handheld yeah. jungle thing mm-hmm. that looked like it was like the size of a quarter in its PR pictures? Mm-hmm. Yep, I think it was dumb. Anyway, that's everything, right? We've had a, we had a really good discussion today. I'm I'm proud. Uh, Jenny just kind of sat there and laughed, but that's okay because it provided non-canned laughter. Anyway. Since it's a, you okay over there? Non-canned, not oh. pre-recorded. Oh, <laughs> my mind's like I'm like oh, canon laughter. Awesome Nintendo. <laughs> Everyone give Jenny Nintendo claps. <laughs> Come on, goat. Nope. Come happened. on, goat. We're, we're gonna keep clapping until you clap. <laughs> I got time. Okay, Charlie doesn't. I respect his time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> By the way, guys, as for next week's mailbag question, uh, we're going to be reviewing Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes. Uh, I'm going to be playing it. Charlie may or may not be playing it. He's Hopefully. got it. Should be able to work it in. Should be. Um, so we're we're going to review that. So if any if you have any questions about Ground Zeroes, particularly about like the substance it has, since it's allegedly only two hours long, um, that'll be our the topic of our feature next week. So go ahead and send any questions or comments you might have about the game. So with that, if you like what you hear, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamerHeadRadio. Follow us on Twitter, at GamerHeadRadio. I'm at Viking Games Live. He's at Sir Goatsworth. He's at T-E-K Charlie. Uh, Jenny is... Danger Zone! Jenny's in the Danger Zone. She's <laughs> at Captain Killjoy underscore. Right? I think it's Captain Killjoy Saga right now. Is that still going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I appreciate the input. <laughs> Captain Killjoy Saga. That should be a thing. <laughs> Uh, we're on Google Plus, we're on Stitcher Radio, we're on iTunes, we're on Google Play with our own fucking Gamerhead Radio app, it's free downloaded! Everyone in this room, except for Jenny, has it because she has an iPhone. Seriously. <laughs> uh, also our own website, GamerheadRadio.com, etc. Um, uh, whatever it is you listen to us on, please give us good ratings, five stars, plus ones, upvotes, thumbs up, be careful, etc. Um, There's some, like, centering going on here. <laughs> I'm trying to like sh- do it the same way, but shorten it because Charlie keeps saying it's amazing. The difference, ladies and gentlemen, is exceptional. If you like, email us at editors at gamerheadradio.com for any questions, comments, concerns, quandaries, or conundrums. Uh, also, call us at the Gamerhead Radio official hotline at nine four nine two six Gamer. We won't l- answer your call, but we will listen and probably make fun of you on air. Uh, yeah, that's going to help. Get people to call. <laughs> okay, we won't actually make fun of you. Uh, Goat's got shows. Go to 29 Needles Facebook. I've got shows. Go to Vikings Jesus Facebook. Charlie's a guy. got stuff. Uh, <laughs> I have internets. Go to Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> 
And with that, this episode of Gamerhead Radio is brought to you by Sega. Sega! Yeah, old school. Suck it. This has been Gamerhead Radio. I can't pat my head and rub my belly at the same time, so. Because that's relevant. I want you guys, I want the listener to know that nobody in the studio is currently trying that, although I fought the urge to. <laughs> I just got a really wrong mental picture. But anyway. <laughs> wrong head. <laughs> no, 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 you're right. Oh, okay, okay, cool. <laughs> Michelle is a very lucky woman. <laughs> That's a skill you can put on a resume. I can't pat. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta, gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> All right.